and I'm an ordained covenant pastor, uh, but I work in a unique setting over at Good Samaritan Hospital as a, uh, as a chaplain and as an educator. I teach uh, pastors and uh, lay people um, and the summer seminarians too about how to care for people who are, who are sick and in crisis. And as you might imagine, uh, the hospital can be a place uh, of crisis, a place of anxiety uh, where some pretty rough things happen and yet some beautiful things happen. And, and uh, just thinking about today, uh, especially in the songs that we sing, um, what carries me through in my ministry? What helps me get through the day, especially in the light of some difficult things? And that is God's love and God's grace. Uh, it laces the entire human experience, even in pain. And my hope today is that uh, in sharing my reflection that you'll be able to see God's goodness in all the world, in every circumstance. And if you can, I think that you'll be better off. Um, so, let me begin. Um, we're talking about gratitude today. Um, I've been on a gratitude kick for the last year or so for a number of reasons, um, and I have to say gratitude is a value that I had growing up. Um, I cannot tell you how many times, in my family, probably in yours too, uh, it's Christmas time or it's a birthday or someone gives you something, and I'm getting ready to take it as a kid, and, and I hear some voices. Do you know what they're going to say? What do you say? <laughs> Thank you. Right? I just heard that yesterday, actually, uh, with our neighbors and their little one. Um, and it was polite, and it was good for me to say thank you. Um, and we had to say it a lot. Uh, so many of my life lessons growing up were about instilling gratitude and thankfulness. And my wife and I are working with our kids uh, to do the same. Each night when we pray, uh, our kids uh, say the same thing. They begin the prayer with the same phrase. Thank you, Jesus, for this day. And uh, at this point, it might just be a, a, a rote saying to them, uh, but as they get older, I'm hoping uh, that those details can fill in about what they're grateful for. Um, it's important. And if you look at gratitude and thankfulness in the Bible, uh, if you do a Google search, you'll get page after page after page of reference because it's a, it's a massive theme. It's massive. Um, but as I thought about gratitude in preparation for today, uh, the refrain from the songs came up over and over again in my head. Um, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. And that specific phrase occurs nine times in Scripture. And it, and it always occurs uh, around the same events. There are two, actually. One is the dedication of the tabernacle. One is the dedication of the temple. So both uh, these pinnacle moments in the history of Israel, they're getting ready to establish a house of worship. And if you think about the history of Israel, uh, what was going on when they set up the tabernacle? Well, they had just fled Egypt. They had been pursued. Uh, they had been saved. And then they got to wander through the desert 
And they had no food. And then God provided food and water. And they were living day by day. And then finally, uh, as history moved on, uh, they moved into the land. Uh, They had a lot to be scared about, but they also had a lot to be grateful for. And so these words, give thanks to to the Lord, for he is good, his love endures forever. Uh, Right when the tabernacle is being unveiled, uh, David is singing out, and actually the the Hebrews are singing out this, this cry. It's an encouragement, it's a statement, it's a command. Give thanks, give thanks for he is good, his love endures forever. So this is a distillation of gratitude, right? It's overflowing. They are grateful because they had seen God's overwhelming love, his enduring love that didn't give up on them. Even when they grumbled, even when they wondered where they're going, even when they thought about turning back and going back to slavery, uh, God's love endured and his goodness endured. He provided for them. And that is true in our lives as well. So today, I thought I'd talk a little bit about why, why we should be grateful, why we should be thankful. Um, when I was growing up, I heard a lot of statements uh, like this. Um, Greg, I need you to do this. And I would say, why? And my dad would say, because I said so. Uh, <laughs> So why should we be grateful? For one, uh, because God said so. (laughs) Maybe I should close in prayer now. We could all leave. (laughs) Um, You know, that is true. And for me, um, that alone could be enough. It probably should be enough. Uh, But I'm the kind of person, I like to know a little more. I like to, to have a little more reasoning behind uh, why I do something. And uh, so I'm going to share some of those things too. So yeah, the easy answer why we should be grateful is because God said so. Um, God in his wisdom, he knows what's best for us. He knows what we need. He knows us better than we know ourselves. Um, we are... How many times have you gone down a road uh, and you thought you knew what you wanted you thought you knew what you needed and only to find out that it wasn't the case. Um, God somehow knows what's best for us. The same way our parents know, knew what was best for us when we were kids. Um, sometimes, because I said so, is good enough. Um, but being grateful, uh, is another reason to be grateful is because it gives us perspective. It gives us perspective. We learn to see beyond ourselves when we're grateful. We can recognize other people. And that's a good thing. That's a very good thing. In a, in a world that seems to be increasingly self-focused, we have a hard time seeing beyond our own eyelids. Um, being grateful helps us to look beyond ourselves and see uh, another person. We can see the generosity of another and this happens in small ways. Like I said, in you know, birthday parties or Christmas, someone sacrifices something for us, a gift. 
uh, we can say thank you. We can, we can think, wow, that cost that person something. And that might seem like a small thing, or it might seem, there might be something more profound. I'm thinking about um, the, the woman here getting ready to go to Kenya, and then later on, uh, you'll hear about the Guatemala team. Um, if you've ever been on a short-term mission, um, some of the idea is that we are going to serve people, and, and we do. We go and we serve, and oftentimes what's unexpected is what we receive. Uh, the first year my wife and I were married, we went down to, to Mexico with our covenant church, and, and uh, the people we were serving didn't have a lot in terms of material goods, they didn't have a lot to offer in that way. But we found ourselves blessed. These people were so happy. They offered us food. They offered us a place to stay. They were generous with their time. Um, and we felt blessed too. And, and somehow in that process, um, I was able to get some perspective on myself wow, I've got some good things going on here at home. I have some wonderful people around me. I'm so lucky to have a car. I'm so lucky to have a job. I'm so lucky to have all the things that I do have. And these people were so generous to me and to my wife. Look at them. Look at what they have. It was good for me. It was good for us. And it's good for you all. When, when you're gen, when you're you're grateful, you're able to see uh, some perspective, some perspective on your life. Um, and gratitude helps us to realize that, that so much of what is good in our lives comes not by our own doing, uh, but through others. So if you say you're grateful, it implies that there's an object to your gratitude. Do you, hear, do you see that? So not only are we grateful for things, but we are grateful to it implies some relationship. Um, we know that, that these things come not by our own doing, but by other, other people or by God, um, especially when we're grateful to God. We are grateful to God because God is the originator of all good things. God is the one who gives us gifts. Um, in this way, gratitude is essential for worship. I don't know if you noticed all the, the songs this morning, Gratitude about God's love, about his goodness. That's the form of worship. It's saying, God, I need you. God, on my own, I don't have enough. You are the one who gives me all things. You're the one who sustains me. It's your love that lifts me up. It's about worship. And when we're grateful to God, we're proclaiming a central truth. God, you're worthy. You're worthy of our attention. You're worthy of our praise. You are the one that supplies my needs. And not only my needs, you give me a lot of the things that I want. This world is a beautiful place. There's breathless beauty around here. Today, it's harder for me to see because it's all cloudy. I'm from California. I like the sun. But when that mountain is out, that is profound. That is profound. Um, 
You walk around in God's creation, you see the beauty. For me, there's so much to be grateful for. So much, if we just have eyes to see. But it's interesting. Uh, If we view our lives as a gift, if we view all that we have around us as a gift, um, there's another consequence that I really think can be helpful to us. We don't hang on so tightly to things. If it's not ours, if it's a gift, it's not going to be, we're not going to hang on as tight. We're not going to be enslaved to our material things. Money is the big thing. It is for a lot of us. It is for me in some ways. Um, I think about tithing. Tithing, for example, is a huge act of worship. It's an act of gratitude. If I can look at my money, I should say if we can look at our money, um, and say, look, this is a gift. This is a gift from God. God, I'm going to give back to you, not because God needs my money, but, but it's a statement of saying, I trust you. I trust you to provide for us. And so we give our tithe as a worship. It's an act of gratitude. It's a discipline that's teaching me to be grateful. And it's saying, God, you're the one who gives this. You're the one who supplies my needs, and I trust you. So just to clarify here, um, a couple things I've gone over. So we're grateful because God said so. Uh, We're grateful because God is worthy. We're grateful because it gives us a perspective of who we are, namely that we're not God, right? Um, And it forms the foundation of worship because God is the source of all that is good and it frees us from the trappings of our stuff. But this is kind of neat for me, um, doing a little studying for this. Did you know that gratitude, people who are grateful are more happy? Did you know that? In fact, uh, studies show a couple things. One is, uh, in terms of happiness, over a course of a lifetime, most people, no matter what changes go on in terms of their success or failures, their happiness level pretty much stays the same. So your happiness is not tied to your possessions. Another thing is that that, uh, there was a study done. It's about 10 years old. Um, But in this study, there's a psychologist, Dr. Emmons. He did some research and he found out that people who who were grateful were 25% happier than those who were not grateful. 25%. If I could tell you something, if you could be 25% happier today than you were yesterday, wouldn't you do it? Wouldn't you do it? Shouldn't the whole world do it? Not only were these people happier, they're more optimistic about the future, they felt better about their lives, and then this would be good for me too, but uh, on average they did an hour and a half more exercise per week. (laughs) Right? Maybe I should preach this sermon on uh, New Year's Day. <laughs> <clears throat> well, this study was just with regular folks. 
And so you might say, well, that's great. You know, for us normal folks, uh, we can be grateful. But what about people who've really gone through the ringer? What about people who really suffer? Well, he did another study. These are people who have chronic health problems, people who suffer from a post-polio nerve or neuromuscular disorder. And he found that patients in the gratitude condition, again, they're more satisfied with their lives, they're more optimistic about the upcoming week, and they slept better. And if you know anything about chronic pain, rest is a hard thing. But people who are grateful, they slept better. So as if you didn't have a reason enough to be grateful, uh, it can make you happier. But again, it can be hard to be grateful, particularly when life takes an unexpected turn. As I mentioned, I'm in the hospital, and I have the, this might sound strange, the privilege to walk with people uh, at a time that it can be incredibly difficult. How can I expect them to be grateful? How is that possible? How could God expect us to be grateful when life is so hard sometimes? I think about Paul. Did you know Paul was uh, betrayed? He was slandered. Uh, He was beaten and imprisoned. He had a lot of things to be angry about. He had a lot of things that he could have said, you know what, I deserve better than this. But in 1 Thessalonians, he writes this. He says, be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Let me read that again. Be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So I want to point out something. God is not calling us to be thankful for everything. But God's will for us is to be thankful in all circumstances. And that's a difference. There are plenty of things we should not be thankful for. We're not thankful for evil in the world when people hurt each other. But we can look for things to be thankful for in our circumstances. This is going to be instrumental. It is instrumental in the lives of the patients that I work with, and frankly, it's instrumental in my life because it takes a toll. It takes a toll. People will ask me, how do you do it? I couldn't do your job. And I have a couple answers. One of them is, it's because there's still a lot of beauty in this world. There's still a lot of beautiful things that happen here in the hospital. And I see them every day. And it's pretty amazing, actually. It's changed my life. If I can be grateful in the hardship, if you can be grateful in the hardship, what you'll find is that you have a deeper resilience to get through. Do you know the army is interested in this very thing? You ever heard of resilience training? Uh, Kind of a fascinating thing. What they discovered is, uh, what they were noticing was some folks were going away uh, and seeing combat. 
and many of them were coming back with post-traumatic stress. And others who had similar encounters, no post-traumatic distress. Why? Why did some come back so emotionally and spiritually wounded and others came back with a sense of resilience? And so they've done studies. And there are lots of different ideas, uh, different studies that point to different traits. On every single study, guess what I'm going to say? Gratitude. People who are grateful, they're more resilient. They're more resilient. Somehow they're able to look at their perspective or they'll look at their situation and find a perspective, something worth being thankful for. It changes the meaning. It changes the way they understand their world. Um, St. Ignatius said, simple quote, everything is a gift. Everything is a gift. I used to have a teacher uh, who would say, um, everyone is your teacher. And I I had um, some difficult interactions with my, my boss back in Boise and and he would say, well, he's teaching you. And I'd say, what is he teaching me? <clears throat> well, he's teaching you about what it feels like to be hurt or to be unheard. Uh, I don't like lessons like that. <laughs> you don't? Okay, geez, anybody here likes those lessons? Uh, but I'm grateful to learn them because now I'm on the other side. I have people, I have students that I work with I don't want to walk on them. I don't want them to feel what I felt. Everything is a gift. What can you be grateful for? Learning to see the gifts hidden in tragedy. That is the task. So I mentioned I've been on a gratitude kick for the last year. Um, I'll tell you why. This last year was the hardest year of my life. Um, I, well, a number of things happened. Uh, nearly lost my job at work. Um, failed a big test, huge test. Uh, my mom died. Um, and in the fall, uh, I was fishing. Some of you may know this. I was fishing at an undisclosed location uh, for salmon. And I thought I had a fish on the line, and I pulled back on the pole. And the fishing weights came out and hit me right in the eye. And I just think, how is that possible? The weights were way over there, over by blue, and it came back, and of all places, it would hit me right right in the eye. Um, Life can change in an instant. I didn't know if I would be able to see again. I had to sit still for a week um, and let my wife do everything, and that was hard for me. Um, And all along, uh, I was feeling angry. I was feeling lonely. I was feeling disconnected. I was feeling a little ashamed. Um, And at the same time, I was asking myself, okay, what can I be grateful for? And it's funny, I had no other way to, to put this into words, but I began to see... Um, all the good things in my life. 
People were praying for me. Uh, Pastor Bill got a hold of me. Members of this church were praying for me. Uh, My family, friends, people at work really showed up for me. People brought me food. Jen took care of me. Uh, My kids took care of me. And I just realized, wow, I have a lot to be grateful for. Again, I don't like the lesson. I don't want to learn a lesson that way. But sometimes we do, right? And it's better than not learning any lesson at all. Um, And I'm grateful to have any sight at all now. And I can see. It's not the same. But I can see. And I don't think I'll ever forget that. What it felt like to be laying in bed and everyone around me doing all these things for little old me. And I see some people sometimes, they get lost. They get lost in their anger. Or they think, poor me. And that's okay for a time. But how do you move out of that? How do you move through the hard times? Well, gratitude. Okay, so last thing. Gratitude doesn't work unless you do it. Unless you feel it. And it's a practice. You gotta practice it. It's a discipline. So ask yourself, what can I be grateful for today? I wanna do something, just take 60 seconds, I'm gonna be quiet. It's gonna feel like half hour, but 60 seconds to be quiet. And think about, what am I grateful for today? You may even look around the room. Who am I grateful for, okay? Keep practicing that. Keep practicing. Every day, every time you wake up, five things. What am I grateful for? Be specific. Try to mix it up. Practice. I'm going to close in prayer, and then I'll invite the ushers to come forward. God, we are grateful. Because your goodness And because your love endures. God, even in this life where things can be rough, uh, your loving kindness endures and it flows through everything. 
you remain good. And when we feel forgotten or alone or even ungrateful, your love continues. Thank you for caring deeply about us. Thank you for the people you've placed in our lives. Give us a perspective about who we are. Help us to place you on the throne and not ourselves. Make us a grateful people. And we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen.